Do you want different results in your life maybe than you've been getting up to this point? Maybe you want better grades. Maybe you want better relationships with your friends. Maybe you want to make more money. Well, that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of College on Fleek, how to actually achieve your goals. These are action steps, things you can do, so stay tuned. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleek. I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleek. We have a lot to cover in today's episode, so I'm not going to do a motivation minute, but I will share a study hack with you, and that is get the Study Smart Toolkit. Go to collegeonfleek.com, get that Study Smart Toolkit. Students ask me all the time, Professor Dittman, can you please teach me how to study. Well, I already have. The Study Smart Toolkit is me sitting down with you one-on-one. -on -one. It's a video tutorial, and I teach you step-by-step -step the three-step action series that I created for myself when I was in school. I had terrible test anxiety, and when I started teaching, I found that many of my students have test anxiety as well, or maybe not even test anxiety. Maybe you study, but you just can't remember what you studied and you can't get it from your brain onto the test paper. And that's what the Study Smart Toolkit helps you with. So I have found that the students who do what's in the Study Smart Toolkit literally go from F's to A's and B's on their exams. And I don't mean like over the course of a semester, I mean the very next test. Now, I'm not a magician. I can't guarantee you're gonna get A's and B's. I can just tell you what I've seen with my own eyes, and that is students who follow the Study Smart Toolkit get better grades. And it's free, so go to collegeonfleek.com and get that Study Smart Toolkit. Now, we're gonna talk about how to achieve your goals. First, you need to have some goals. So if you're not clear on what your goals are, go back and watch the last episode, that was episode number 26, where we talked about how to set goals. So go take a look at that and then come back and join us. If you've ever been in a class with me, I love to know what to do. And that's one of the reasons that I like to study theory. I read a lot, I study a lot on my own, and I like to know what to do. But I also need to know how to do something. And when I'm teaching in the classroom, I like to give very real-world practical applications so that students understand how to apply what we're learning, not always just in five or 10 years when you're out there working, but how can you apply this right now today to get results? And that's what we're gonna do in this episode. We're going to talk about how to actually put legs on your goals. So many times we'll have a goal and we just never really make any forward progress with it. And many times that's because we don't really know how to make it happen. So here we go. We're going to go step by step. Number one, you need to have a clear goal. Let's use an example in our discussion today. And let's say that your goal is to get a 
3.5 GPA or higher this semester. Okay, now that's pretty, it's specific. We can measure it. You can measure if you got a 3.5 this semester or not. We're going to assume that it is attainable for you. That would be important. Not everybody can attain a 4.0 average, but let's say that a 3.5 is attainable for you. And then that's also time dimensioned, meaning we said this semester, I want a 3.5 GPA or higher. Putting a time dimension on your goals is important because as you know, you won't do anything unless there's a fast approaching deadline. I can give my students two weeks to complete an assignment, but the truth is they're not gonna get it done until the night before. And that's why I don't give them two weeks anymore. Now I give them two to four days. All right, so we've got our goal. Number two, we have to ask ourselves, how am I going to get this 3.5 GPA? This is what we're gonna call strategy. So what is what are the how steps? We want the 3.5 GPA, how will we get it? And let's agree on a few things. So we would say, number one, I'm going to attend all of my classes. I'm not going to skip. And not only am I going to attend, but I'm going to pay attention and take notes. Number two, I'm gonna do all of my assignments on time. Number three, I am going to study well in advance of the test so that my test grades are what I want them to be. Okay, so those are three strategies. Go to class, pay attention, take notes, do all of our assignments and homework on time, and number three, study well in advance of the exam. Okay, those are great. Now, a lot of people stop there, and I'll hear students that say, well, I'm just gonna do my best, or I'm gonna study more, or I'm gonna work hard. What does that mean? Like, how do you know you're working hard if you don't know specifically what that looks like? So we need those strategies. That's the what are we gonna do. But now remember I told you, I like to know how am I gonna do it? And that's where we're going to get into what I call the tactics. The tactics are the day-to-day -day action steps. So what I encourage students to do is get out your calendar, and look at where do you have some time available. So you wanna block out, I've got classes during these times or I have to work. If you're an athlete, maybe that's when you have practice or games or workouts that you're required to be at. Maybe you have some family obligations or maybe there are just things in your life that are important to you. For example, maybe you really wanna play Xbox with your friends every Monday night at 7 p.m. or there's a show on television that you really want to watch or maybe you have a group fitness or yoga class that you like to go to or maybe it's church or some religious activity. Whatever that is that's a, I, this is important to me and I either must do it or I want to do it, then you put that on your calendar. That's going to allow you to see where do you have some blocks of time. Now, if you're working 40 hours a week and taking a full load of classes, you're probably gonna find you don't really have a lot of time. And that might cause you to look back at that goal and say, I'm not really sure a 3.5 will be attainable if I don't have the time to put forth for studying and getting my work done. But I will also tell you that athletes and students who work tend to do better 
grade-wise than students who are not athletes and students who don't work. The reason is athletes and students who work have less time. Now we would think less time would not be a good thing, but it actually is good because it goes back to what I said earlier, which is you need a fast approaching deadline. You know how it is if you've got the entire day, let's say, let's say it's even Friday night, you have the whole weekend to get everything done and you think, well, I'll just do my homework on Saturday. And then you're like, well, I'll do it on Sunday. And finally about 10 o'clock Sunday night, you're like, I better get it done now. Well, when you have a shorter amount of time, you get stuff done. Students who work or are athletes who only have, like I only have this one hour block of time and then I have to be at work or I have to be at practice and I've got 27 math problems, I've got one hour, I better get them done. And they do because they know that they can't sit and watch Netflix for 45 minutes. So you have to create that structure for yourself. Many times, and I'm saying students, but we all do it. Many times we'll look at our calendar and say, well, I have an English paper to write, but gee whiz, I don't have a four hour block of time. So I don't, I guess I'll just kind of, I'll just try to figure it out. No, you don't want a four hour block of time. Uh, it will, it, we've looked at this in some other episodes. You can go back and look at how to break down a big project. And in the future, we'll go back over some of these things again, but you don't need to sit down and try to bang out a paper in four hours. Use the 10 minutes that you have. Use the 30 minutes that you have. All right, so let's take our strategies and then let's break these tactics down so you can start to see what I'm talking about. Now we said strategy number one is I'm going to attend all of my classes. And not only am I going to attend, I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to take notes. Okay, so what does that mean? Let's get into the how. Let's get into the actual get it done. In order for you to be at every class, now you got, you need to be there on time. Some professors, if you walk in late, they count you absent. In my class, if you're late, you're going to find the door is locked for security purposes, and then you're definitely absent. You need to be in the class on time. Now, depending what time your class is, that means you need to get up and whatever you need to do, to be able to be in the class on time. If you live on campus, maybe you don't have to drive, but if you're a commuter student, you have got to leave yourself time to drive to campus, find a parking space, anticipate that what if you get behind a school bus, or what if there's a train crossing, or what if there's an accident, or what if the weather is bad and, and there's traffic. So you have to allow yourself time to get to class, including do you need to take a shower? Do you need to put some makeup on? Do you need to put your clothes on? Hint, yes on that one. Don't leave everything till five minutes before you have to walk out the door to try to find your keys and find your notebook and find your books. What I do is I get all my stuff packed up the night before. And that way in the morning, I, listen, I even, I'll pull out my clothes I'm gonna wear, I'll pull out my gym clothes, I have my shoes, I have my jewelry, I have my undergarments, I have everything ready to go. My bag is packed, my lunch is packed, my water bottle is filled, I got my vitamins in their case, I have a snack. So when I get up in the morning, I just do what's in my morning routine, I get myself ready, and then I'm not rushing around and forgetting things, like, oh, where's my phone, where's my iPad, where's my charger? It's already packed in my bag. I get myself dressed, put together. 
I grab my stuff and I go. And I don't have to get to school and worry about, oh no, I forgot this or that, because I packed it the night before when I wasn't in a hurry. Okay, so that's tactic number one. Now that means you're gonna either have to get up in time to do all those things, or you've got to have time the night before to get that stuff ready for the next morning. I'm gonna tell you another hint, and I learned this from one of my students a few years ago. I gas up my car once a week. I do it on Friday. Every Friday, I gas up my car. I don't care if I'm only down a quarter of a tank. I don't care if I'm down to a quarter of a tank. Every Friday, I top off my gas tank and I always make sure Friday, I've got a full tank of gas. So that means all weekend long, I'm not having to gas up my car and Monday morning, when I'm trying to get to work, I don't get in the car and go, oh man, I forgot I need gas. That'll never happen to you. All right, so then we have to get to class now you're gonna take notes. That means you've gotta have something to take notes with. I don't recommend that you use a computer or an iPad. It's too distracting. I recommend paper and pencil or a pen. You're gonna to need to plan in advance and say, I'm gonna put my phone away and not be distracted by my phone. And again, you can go back and look at some of the episodes on how to take notes and reduce distractions. But if you're going to go to class set yourself up for success. That also means you've got to get some sleep because if you're sitting in the class dozing off, then you're not going to be getting any information that's going to help you. Strategy number two, we said, I'm going to do all of my homework on time. All right, so that means as soon as you get a homework assignment, you need to look at your calendar and say, when am I going to get this done? There might be some homework assignments that you say, you know what, I have an hour break right after class, I'm gonna go ahead and get this done right now. Or you might say, I'm gonna to have to wait and do this tonight. Perhaps you look at it, maybe you've got 90 math problems. One of my students last semester said every week they had to do like 90 math problems or something. Well, he couldn't sit down and do 90 math problems in one sitting. I, I don't know who it, I don't know anyone who could. So he would get that assignment and then he would say, okay, I'm gonna do 20 math problems today, 20 math problems tomorrow, and he would do 20 math problems every day until he got them done. And he found that he could complete 20 math problems in an hour. So all he had to do was find one hour every day. On the days when he didn't have one hour in one block, he'd say, well, for 30 minutes, I'll do 10 problems. And then this afternoon, I have another 30 minutes, I'll do 10 more problems. Or sometimes, you might say, well, I've got 10 minutes. Sometimes you get to your class early or a professor lets you out early. Well, what do you do with that 10 minutes? You dick around on your phone with Instagram or Snapchat or you watch a video. Well, in 10 minutes, you could do some math problems or go to your Study Smart Toolkit because in 10 minutes, how many flashcards could you make to prepare for your exam that's coming up? You could brainstorm a list of topics for your English paper. You could sketch out an outline for your speech class. So when we say I'm gonna get my work done on time, this is where you're looking back and saying realistically today, what are my work times gonna be? And you wanna get your work done. I see students that derail themselves with going and taking a three hour nap or going and sitting on the bed and then it's then I'm lying down in the bed and then I'm watching Netflix and then all of a sudden six hours is gone. So you need to look at your day and say, what is my work time going to be? And you get those things done first. 
The third strategy we said was that we're going to do well on our exams. We're going to study in advance of our exams. Again, the Study Smart Toolkit. What I tell students is, don't be making up flashcards the night before the exam. If you're doing that, it's a waste of time. Don't even bother. I recommend making up flashcards as you go. Now, some of my students, when they're taking notes in class, they just take them right on the note cards. I don't do that. That doesn't work for me. I like to take notes, and then later, I will create the flashcards off the notes, and that does a couple of things. It makes me relearn the information because I'm writing it a second time. It allows me to better organize what my flashcard is going to look like, but I do it as I go because if you sit down and try to make up 75 flashcards, you're going to be exhausted. But remember we said, what if you had 10 minutes in between your classes or you have a professor who's running a few minutes late or you just have a 30-minute break in between your classes? You could sit and make up five or ten flashcards from the lecture you just had. What that allows you to do is as you're making your flashcards, put them uh, together. I, I just use a rubber band. I've had students who get fancy and punch holes and put a ring on them. And then you throw it in your bag. And so then later on when you have ten minutes or twenty minutes, you're going through your flashcards. So if you studied every day for 15 minutes. That is gonna do more for you than if you study the night before the exam for four hours. Think of it like this. If you wanna be strong and healthy and look ripped up, what's gonna do more? Go to the gym once a week for four hours or go to the gym every day for 30 minutes? Every day for 30 minutes is gonna get you results. And it's the same with your studying. So those are going to be our daily action steps. All right, well, that's also great, but that alone is not going to do it. See, I told you I like to know how, so I'm, I'm going to keep drilling this thing down to the little tiny baby action steps that are doable so you don't feel overwhelmed. Okay, so now we have our, our action steps, right? Like I'm going to get my stuff ready the night before. I'm going to be prepared to take notes in class. Then I'm going to transfer those notes and make flashcards. I'm going to get my homework done as soon as it is assigned and I have it done early. P.S. Maybe that allows me to be able to go to the tutoring center and get somebody to check it for me or the writing center and get it, you know, really polished up so I can be sure I get a good grade. I'm making up my flashcards. I'm making up my practice exams. I'm studying every day. Well, here's how you actually make this happen. On your calendar, you treat it like an appointment, just like... If you had an appointment with the doctor, you would go and you would be there at that time. When you have an, a test in class, you know you have to be in the class on that day. Ladies, when we've got a hair appointment or a nail appointment, listen, we're there. We don't miss that nail appointment. We don't miss that hair appointment. Guys, for you it might be, let's say you've got an appointment for a haircut. You're, you're going to the barber and you have a set time. You will be there. Or maybe you're getting something worked on with your car. You're going to be there. Well, you treat these little tasks in that same way. And so that means if you say, okay, at 1 o'clock, I'm going to do my math homework. And, and just schedule not more than one hour. I usually say 50 minutes would be the max. So you look at your calendar and you say, okay, maybe I'm done with classes at noon. I'm going to go get something to eat, take a little break. That gives me an hour. 
Then at one o'clock, I'm doing my math homework. So when your friends say, hey man, let's go hang out, no. Like if you're at lunch with your friends and they're like, hey, let's go watch this or play this or do this, you're like, I'd love to, I can't, I've got an appointment. You don't have to tell people what the appointment is. You could even say you have a meeting. And if they ask you, you can just say, oh, it's about one of my classes. They'll probably assume you're talking about a meeting with a teacher. You don't have to explain everything to people. You can just say, I've got a meeting at one o'clock, I can't be there, or I have an appointment. It's a meeting with yourself. It's an appointment with your math homework. And you go find yourself a place where you can get that work done. Maybe you make an appointment at the tutoring center and you sit in there and you, you do some homework. Maybe you find a little quiet spot in the library. Maybe you find a, a study area. Maybe you find an empty classroom where you can sit in the room and get some work done. Now always, you want to be mindful of your surroundings and be safe. Don't put yourself in a position where you're in a place that would not be safe. But also don't put yourself in a position where you're gonna get distracted easily. This is why I tell people like, don't go sit in the bed and try to do your math homework because we all know how that ends up. It ends up with a nap and some Netflix. So you calendar these things. And like I said, if you have a 10 minute break, one of my students, what she used to do is she would say, okay, I know I've got 10 minutes between this class and this class. The, the classrooms are real close to each other. And so what I'm gonna do, as soon as I get out of this class, I'm stopping by this professor's office. Real quick, I have a question. I'm gonna ask that question, get the answer. I'm going to my next class. Or what she would say is, okay, I've got 10 minutes. I'm gonna to have to rush, but I'm gonna run down to the writing center and make an appointment for later on, and then I'm gonna run back up to and get into my class. Well, that's a lot better use of your time than 10 minutes on Instagram, because if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't get done. Again, if you have tickets to a football game, you, you plan everything, you, you're there. You don't miss it. Well, you've got tickets to your 3.5 GPA, and like I said, you don't need to be blocking out eight hours a day to study, but just take 50 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Really what we're doing here is we're trying to create a new habit. You just don't have the habit of getting things done when they need to get done. You're, you've created a habit perhaps of just goofing off and hanging out with your friends and sleeping and watching TV maybe doing some stuff you ought not to be doing. And those are just habits that you've created. And I'm not telling you that you shouldn't have a good time. One of my students told me recently that her parents told her, all you should be doing is going to school and going to work and, and doing your schoolwork and that's it. That's your whole life right now. I disagree with that. You need to have a life. You need to have time with your friends. You need to have fun. You need to be able to go exercise. You need to take care of yourself. You need to get some sleep. One of my students, using these exact techniques I just taught you last year, he was on academic probation, he got himself off probation, and also, he did not ever have homework to do over the weekend. And what he would do is he'd go to his classes, and then during his free time, he'd go to the tutoring center, he'd sit there and get his homework done, and he also scheduled in, hey, I know at five o'clock I wanna hang out with my boys, and we're gonna shoot some hoops, or we're gonna work out, and then he, he told me, he said, I know I'm gonna to wanna to play Xbox for two hours a day. He scheduled that in. So I'm, what I'm telling you is he went to his classes, 
He hung out with his friends every day. He played video games every day. He still got his, all of his stuff done and on the weekends had no work to do because he had already finished it by Friday. That is crazy. He's a college student. That is what he did and it was all time management. And if he can do it, you can do it. But it's all about habits. Now I have a question for you. What is one thing that you're going to do? What is one action step you're going to take to achieve your goal? So put that in the comments because we'd love to hear from you. College on Fleek is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we want to hear from you. So let us know what you're struggling with and what you need help with. And as always, you can connect with us at collegeonfleek.com. And join us next week because I'm going to share with you a secret that will help you focus, reduce your anxiety, and help you perform better in everything. That's next week right here on College on Fleet.